0: konnichiwa and howdy y'all i'm leslie and i'm laurie and welcome to sumo kaboom, sumo kaboom where we are recording in the closet here in the <laughs> dallas fort worth area we are super psyched because the basho began the world games happened over the weekend yes
1: cheers to that
0: Woo-hoo! i'm drinking and...
1: kirkland's finest prosecco
0: yep i'm drinking a mango orange spindrift <laughs> And we're about about to break down the bar show with a special guest.
1: Yes. Now, we did a sit-in with Grand Simo Breakdown last week. So if you have not had a chance to watch that on their YouTube or listen to them from last week, make sure you listen because we sat in and just said probably a whole bunch of silly things on their podcast for a couple of hours. But it was a good time. It was a good time. But we decided that... We all like each other so much. Why don't we just sit in with each other on each other's podcasts? And
0: keep keep drinking while we're at it. That's right.
1: And so that's what's happening. So in just a few minutes, we're going to be having none other than Mac from Grand Sumo Breakdown. Join us on Sumo Kaboom!
0: But first... Do you have any news?
1: Yes. Yes. I do. Um, I wanted to let you all know I got a message from a guy named Kurt, and he lives in the Seattle area. I said that weird, Seattle. Anyway, they're having a Bosho bash at like a bar, and it's Monday, July 18th at 9 p.m., so just go on Facebook. It's open to the public. It's called uh, I think sumo basho bash or something like that and anyone that happens to be listening in the Seattle area or if you feel like driving and meeting up with just some other sumo fans go ahead and do that you might make some new friends oh max here great Let's ding dong <laughs> hello
0: hello hello I can't see you or hear you I can't see you or hear no, him. That's even serious
2: bad thing <laughs> It's
0: a great thing. Hi. Oh. Hi. Well, we are so glad to have you here. Yeah, I'm so happy to be so, here. So glad.
1: We were just telling people that we were doing a little swap, a swap-a-roo, and we had a chance to sit in with Flarick and Ryan last week. You got their
2: names was... right. That's good. Now, which That's one good. is Jake? Oh, excuse me. Uh, Jake and I are the ones who <laughs> usually converse with. Now, which one is Ryan and which one is Flarick? I have to ask.
0: Fleric got a nice haircut. I yes, didn't recognize him. First off, we were like, <laughs> I was like, they got a new guy. A new guy. No. And then we're like, no, that's Fleric. That's Fleric with a cool haircut. Mm-hmm. And Fleric is so smiley.
2: Yes. Yeah, who knew?
1: Who knew? <laughs> Did he have a like a bigger beard before? I don't he know. He used but to. I just- so he
2: used to have a bigger beard. I am the only one in our group that cannot grow facial hair. Jake has kind of the, the Fu Manchu thing going on. Yes. Fleric and Ryan can get nice beards. I can't. It's, it's just not possible <laughs> with my jeans. So usually I'm clean shaven or the little oh. bit of scruff. That's usually all you see with me.
0: I can't imagine you with a beard nor Ryan actually. Can't oh,
2: Ryan a, actually looks pretty beard. good with a beard.
0: Really? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, right. when
1: you, okay, so you just joined us. We were just telling our listeners that there is a party. If you happen to be in Seattle on July 18th at 9 PM, it's the Summer Basho Bash. It's being held at a bar by a bunch of Seattle area fans of sumo so if you are interested Hmm. and you live anywhere near Seattle check it out and make some new friends um next up in news uh the world games
2: happened this (laughs) last
1: weekend did you have a chance to watch any of it
2: no I was doing family (laughs) obligations and uh I was actually up in a tree when a lot of these tournaments were going on I was sawing my way through some tree limbs
0: (laughs) oh like you were in in a tree tree house
2: no, I was amazing. in a tree actually sawing tree limbs off.
0: <laughs> Doing manly things. I love it. <laughs> <Wow>.
2: I suppose. <laughs> are, you,
0: are you in the logging industry? How does this...
2: No, more like I don't want it to fall in my house or my neighbor's yard. So <laughs>
1: oh, that kind. Yes. Yeah. Well, I did have a chance to watch a couple of them and I actually had a message from Eros and she messaged and she was like, I got fifth. And I could just kind of tell that she was bummed out about it. And overall, I think it's amazing. Like, okay, so in a nutshell, nobody from America won any medals. But what I want to say is they're all huge in my eyes and my heart because- what has happened in American sumo over the last just year or two years is that it's exploded and places like the Ukraine and certainly Japan, they dominated obviously because it's their national sport and it's been around for, for a long time, you know? So a lot of people have an actual dojo. They have all the resources. It's even in school, you know, all of our teams are kind of coming back and being reformed or just, Like the Dallas Sumo Club just popped up in the last year or two. And all of those people are so enthusiastic. And so, yeah, the medals weren't there this time, but like we had everyone there and they were so excited and all their comments afterwards were like, this isn't going to get me down. I am even more inspired by what I saw. I'm going to come back at it and I'm going to aim for the next time around or even better continuing to build the sport. I say congrats to all of our, all of our athletes. They did us proud.
2: Indeed. Hey, they're out there doing it. They're out there doing what they love. You got to give them props for that.
1: I know it's it's more than it's more than I did this weekend.
2: (laughs) I don't Uh, know.
0: (laughs) I I spent all weekend doing sumo. No, uh, I I didn't realize when I I watched, you know, a few matches here and there. I didn't realize that they were going to be on a raised doyo.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they didn't have any chance to really. There was No. No. You yeah. just got to kind of walk across it.
0: Yeah, and I wonder... you imagine? No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> I, I, I imagine that was a real big change for a lot of them yeah. to be on a raised doyo, and I don't know if it was made out of clay. It was
2: clay made of clay, crust. so we did a little investigating okay. with that. This was the first time some of our competitors had even gotten onto clay. I mean, they're yeah. used to mats. They're used to a vinyl mat. Like I think this really showed what we need to do to improve just to get onto the yeah. world stage again. So I'm hoping we see a resurgence in clay doyo.
0: You know, a lot of these men and women have been practicing on the beach or have been practicing in a backyard with a, you know, garden hose Mm -hmm. and a big ring around them. So that was a big deal for them to suddenly be on a on a clay doyo and man. It's got to feel very different. It's got to feel as slippery as Nagoya seems to feel for our sumo wrestlers. (laughs) Holy cow. I I had a few slippy otoshis (laughs) written
2: down here (laughs) to quote quote Kintamayama.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're slipping and sliding all over the place. And so I imagine our U.S. sumo wrestlers were contending with something quite similar because it's a humid place, it's hot, and it's clay.
1: It's like if you're a gymnast and all of a sudden you've been practicing like
0: do gymnastics on ice please <laughs>
1: yeah, or like on cement you know we would be yeah. like this kind of feels, feels a lot
0: different well not so. just
2: that but you also the other thing that we have here in the u.s is we have all the intramural tournaments so we have all the groups from texas the groups from florida the groups in california yeah. you get used to fighting each other this yeah. was a chance to fight other people from around the world, different backgrounds, different stories, different training styles, and really see how we stack up to them. I like, Like you were saying earlier, I think this is gonna be a huge step forward for a lot of them going, okay, let's get to that next level. This is where we gotta be.
1: All right. All I'll have to say, since this is a joyful podcast about sumo, is that we had some tragic news in in the in the world of politics coming from Japan, and I found it really interesting. On the first day of the tournament, that they took a moment of silence to honor uh, former prime Prime Minister uh, Shinzo Abe. And no matter how you feel about politics and wherever you're listening from all over the world, here in America, we know all too well about uh, gun violence, and we just want to send our our heartfelt um, well wishes to anyone who uh who might this might have hit extra hard it's just like a, a tough thing and all of the japanese people are are going through that so we just send out our love and um well wishes to them Absolutely. and hope that um healing comes fast and um yeah All right. We wanted to do because last week we we did we skipped over Nishiki Fuji and it, I wanted to do like oh. a little mm. a little hot take on who the new guy in Makauchi is.
0: Well we did learn a little bit from Grand Sumo Breakdown yeah. about the new guy. Yeah. We learned that he's 25 mm-hmm. and we learned that he is a belt sumo guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, do which part of this do you want to talk about? I can talk about his random hobbies. I I think I might
2: know what Leslie might want to talk about with this guy because my wife said the exact same thing. He's cute. I'm like,
0: is that what you want to talk about? (laughs) I think he is cute. I mean, it's been like, I,
1: I saw him at first and I was like, yeah, he's not, he's not bad. He's definitely <laughs> not bad. I do need to spend more time with him though. I feel like I have bigger crushes, but uh, he's coming along. Is that, that a shot of his size?
2: I mean, come on. He's only 25. He's got some growing still to do.
1: Is, the, is that it? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. You mean like taller, like he's shorter, right? Yeah. He, he's a I, shorter
2: guy, but come on. He can, he can fill out a little bit more.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's and true. I, I imagine he will.
1: What well, let mean? me let me just do a little a little background right, on um, right. Nishiki Fuji Ryusei is his last name. Now he was born July twenty second. What is that? A cancer? What's July twenty second? I don't know. Anyway, nineteen ninety six. He's twenty five.
0: He's
1: he Leo. N- well, I'm Leo. I'm August twelfth, so yeah. we might be cusp Leo. Yeah, he might be cusp
0: Leo. <laughs> Which means
1: that he's fiery. That's true. That I funny. am fiery. I am yeah. fiery. Um. He is from the uh, Tawada Amori Prefecture, and he is in the Isagahama Stable. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened to him all throughout growing up, he started doing sumo in the third grade, you know, just basically kicking ass in sumo when all through nine. when he's like 9, 10. He's just a total <laughs> badass, badass all throughout. A young Shanghai prodigy, if you will. Young, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. he's just like good at the sumo. And so he goes to high school. He goes on to Kinky University, which is my favorite name. It's it's short for Kindai. I was about to say, isn't that just Kindai? <laughs> yeah, but I, everywhere you see it, they shorten it to Kinky University. Oh, I did not kinky. know. I'm writing that one down. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I know
1: kinky. kinky because I like to go to Kinky University. Well, who
0: would not like right? a diploma from Kinky University?
2: Exactly. I'm like, what's that? Oh, yeah, that's my Kinky diploma. <laughs> yeah, check it You're out.
0: Right back there on your wall. Next yeah, to your I like to yes, get up close
2: and personal, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: So anyway, he went to Kinki University or Kindai University, which is a sumo school. But here's the thing. You know, he had won awards all growing up, but he got to college and was like, you know what? I have me and my best friend Midori Fuji, and we're going to peace out of school after our second year. And we're going to join sumo. We're going to get a head start. So there are actually three guys from his class. The other one ended up uh, quitting school. And I don't know who he is, but he quits professional sumo three months after joining professional sumo. Was like, Which was no, maybe they, not the no, right choice that for <laughs> that guy. But Midori Fuji and Nishiki Fuji both joined Isigahama and look at where they are now. So maybe it was a good idea to <laughs> drop out of college. Uh, anyway, so that's what's happened with those two guys. So I like to think of them as, as buddies. They are. They are buddies. They can I can
2: definitely say that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, and here's the thing. I always like to think of this guy as things keep happening again for him over the same exact way. So when he started in 2016, he he was in the Jonah Cucci division. He won all seven and he was in the playoffs with, I believe, Midori Fuji and he won it. Ooh. And then it he turned around and did it. The next division up, Joni Don, he also did the same thing. 7-0 playoff with Midori Fuji. And won it. Yeah. And they're still friends. And they're still friends. Oh, no, I don't know yeah. if I could do that.
2: <laughs> Maybe if <laughs> Ryan constantly wins, like, I don't know if we could be friends. Like, ha, ha, like, no.
1: <laughs> no way. But anyway, he had been, uh, he, he had a different name. Uh, he had a different name, but it was after that win for a Don, I believe he changed his Shikona to Nishiki Fuji. So he started out as like Ogusarama or something. Hmm. I should look it up. Make it, oh, Agasawara.
2: Agasawara, okay. I was,
0: what
1: did Agus- you call him the first
2: time agusa
1: Agus- 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 A <laughs> goosearama. Agus- agusarama agusarama that sounds just
2: like just flaps him. his arms and just charges people whack
1: right right yeah <laughs> anyway so um after that though he he got up to makushida and he did well he worked his way up to like makushida 3 and then he had this left elbow injury mm-hmm. and that dropped him down again and then he had surgery and then he came back and then he worked his way back up and i think when he returned he actually got bumped back up to Makushita three and ended up like winning it and then he went up to jurio dated around a little mm-hmm. bit then got <laughs> crushed and sent back down moral of the story is like <laughs>
0: That's a great definition of my dating life. <laughs> like you get up to a certain level, you date around, you get crushed, you go back down a level, you hang out, you train a little bit more. Then you
2: rise to the top, and you're in the top division.
0: That's, That's the right. perfect That's way right. to look at it. Well, she's so stealthy,
1: I wouldn't even know if she went on a date. I live with her, and I don't even know if she's been out there dating. I mean, I've at least been dating, but I've been oh, li- I lied about God. it for a really long time. Yeah, I just yeah. said it was I'm
0: going out for coffee. I'm going out for coffee late
1: at night. <laughs> but uh, but we'll let Laurie's life be her private life. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so yada, yada, yada. he won juryel. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, I yada, love that George Costanza yada, yada, like, yada, yada, yada. He won. Yada, 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 like, yada, yada, well, yada, no, yada, hang on a minute here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was, he, he worked his way through Jurio, But anyway, he won. And now he's, Mike Shira 17. Now he also, um, one of his elders he looks up to a lot is Amanishki And so that is kind of where his uh, Nishiki comes from in his name is from Amanishiki's Shikona. And he actually served as Amanishiki's uh, Tsukebito for a while Mm. um, until his retirement in 2019. So that is what I've got about him. Um, do you have his, uh, blood type and I can
0: can add a few more things (laughs) unless Mac, do you want to jump in? Oh
2: no, go go right ahead. I was about to say, you're just ticking all the boxes for me. I was just going to comment on his performance so far.
0: (laughs) Okay. We're going to get there and that's really super important. We are. Um, But I do want to say he's had two reported injuries. It's that left elbow, elbow, which I think he tore that muscle in two different places. He tore like two different Mm -hmm. insertion points on that elbow. And if you see in a lot of images, he'll have just a real padded up elbow or like he's posted on his social feeds and things like that. You know, you can see uh, like when he's in the pool or when he's in, you know, like recovery and training, yep. that thing will be wrapped up and you can see where, you know, there were surgeries. So there's lots of images out there with him with that left elbow wrapped up, but he's mm-hmm. also had trouble with his left knee. So left side problems.
2: Yeah, but that's good. That you lull your opponents into a false sense of security going, aha. So you think <laughs> I'm going to attack from the right, huh? <laughs> think again.
0: Think again. Think again. Except that he keeps getting. <laughs> except
2: that he keeps that getting side. injured. So, so we got to work on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got to do more weightlifting on that left side. Or maybe dude. switch
1: sleeping to the other side. Maybe he just maybe sleeps maybe. on the
2: side
0: sleeper. <laughs> maybe that that might be it. There is on YouTube a really great sumo training video that I found, and it's Amanishki and him. And Amanishki hmm. is talking to the camera and he's teaching people how to do all these sumo exercises, but it's uh, Nishiki Fuji in the back demonstrating them. And it's awesome. great. I'll put the link to that on. Please O-S2. do. I'm going to have to people. check that out now. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> it's really kind of, it's really kind of cute to watch their relationship in action, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that he's learned so much from Amanishki, and Amanishki yeah. was such a, Still probably is very much a mentor for him. But let's get to the real exciting stuff. The stuff stuff that all of our
1: listeners really care
2: about.
0: Okay. This boy loves to watch soccer. Never want a guest.
1: Or for our European listeners, football.
2: Football. Right, (laughs) right, right. right.
0: Uh, His favorite food, like most wrestlers, includes meat. (laughs) But also sushi and edamame.
1: Mm. I also enjoy it's a edamame. It's you know, like, one so of nice. my favorite yes. foods.
0: Yes, and yes. it's so good
1: for you.
2: Mm, it but is. Also
0: on social media, you can see there's lots of images of him with like flower plates of meat and things like that. Where it's like <laughs> what we meat. all
2: really want—the giant, <laughs> yeah. beautiful bouquet of meats just of displayed meat. out. Like, no, these are not summer sausages. These are actually fine delicacy meats. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yes. He is blood type B, oh, not A. So this B, meaning he's easygoing. Mm-hmm. He's bubbly. He's honest. Mm-hmm. He's selfish. He's creative. He's <laughs> impulsive. He's not. Uh, he's not like Wakataka Kage. He's not. You know, your serious, must-win type guy. He's. He's is little...
1: Wakataka Kage A.
0: Oh A yeah. If well, I can't remember exactly. In our uh, A negative. I. But he definitely has that type for blood. Yeah. Blood mm.
2: type. I think
1: we share blood types. It's all
2: in the blood, I, apparently.
0: Hmm. apparently. Hot take. <laughs>
2: hot
0: take. He, he loves, there's a manga or an anime called Detective Conan that he loves. Detective Conan? Know? Conan. Like
1: as in the barbarian? That's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm picturing detective? Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger with a magnifying glass going, <laughs> mm. No. You are the wizard who killed my father, <laughs> exactly. or something like that. Exactly. That's terrible, Conan the Barbarian reference. But okay. No, I, <laughs> I actually, it was great.
1: I thought that was really remarkable. Yeah. Actually, that's and very good. I would pay to see
0: that. To
2: see <laughs> I that Conan, Conan the Detective.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Okay, but here's my favorite tidbit that I found. His favorite artist mm. is AK sixty nine. And that tells you everything you need to know about this young man.
2: All right. I'm going to.
0: Who is AK69? Okay. So I was so amazed. I had to look up AK69 as well. (laughs) He is a Japanese hip hop artist. This was the rabbit hole I ended up going down today. A Japanese hip hop artist. Uh, He raps in English and in Japanese, Mm -hmm. and he's great. He's awesome. Like you can go to his website and he's got all these videos of him working out. And he's like, of course, covered in tattoos and he's wearing like a baseball cap and like all these gold change. But he's like, he's multilingual. He's this older guy. He's like, it kind of looks he reminds me a little bit of Eminem mm-hmm. and he's dressing and stuff like that. But he's been around since the early 2000s doing this. And he's got this song that's called I'm a real champion. Yep. I'm that's the one that I've champion. heard is I'm a real champion. champion is the one I don't know. Really? You know this guy?
2: Vaguely, I know him. I'm like, ooh, I think I know who this guy is. <laughs> I'm, I'm more <laughs> of a fan of Damon Kaka. All hail the venerable Damon Kaka. But what?
0: yes, yes, yes. I do know. So... Also- <laughs> love it. He was new to me, but I, you know, thank you. Where does his name,
1: where's his name derived from? I,
2: you got me on that. I would
0: think it's pretty self-explanatory, AK, 69. Well, the 69 part (laughs) I get, but the AK part. Like a gun.
2: Yeah, the AK I think is in reference to an AK-47.
1: Yeah, so he ak A.K.'s the
0: 669.
2: Possibly, Which, I don't know. I haven't dug deep down that just rabbit
1: there's something hole. <laughs> lost in translation uh, yeah, there. Yeah, doesn't but... sound
0: quite so appealing to me, but maybe you know to someone what? else. <laughs> Teach <Date his> own. <laughs> That's, yeah.
2: I at least know. There you it. go. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs>
1: Now
0: we know what to get you
1: for Christmas. There we go. I was about to say, I want the platinum album. Greatest (laughs)
2: hits.
1: Greatest hits from the last 20 years. AK (laughs)
0: 69.
1: All right. Is that all we've got to talk about as far as Nishiki Fuji goes? Oh,
2: no. We have have his current record right now.
1: Great. Let's do current record. He is
2: currently two and one. As of day three, two and one. And I think that Mata against Hideo Naomi on day two, highly suspect. Mm, I don't know so. if I, I went back and I looked at the replay on this was it he did that jumped or was Nishiki Fuji just ready? that's what I wasn't sure about this Ooh. I think there were some head games being played here but unfortunately our yeah. boy lost
1: well you know I never know just how nervous like are these guys like, how, how nervous would you be going into, looks like I'm going to join the professional uh, the Dallas Cowboys today. And I just got bumped up from um, college ball. And they just put you straight on into, you know, the pros <laughs> during a, I mean, that's how I think of it. Like, I might, yeah, I might be adult. like, mm. oh my God, everybody knows I'm the new kid. Like, I might be a head case. I might be really nervous, but I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs>
2: He's, no, but he's at least old on his own. I mean, he hasn't looked bad in his matches. It's just no. that one against Hida No Umi, I was like, Hmm. And he lost with the Hitaki Komi. So okay. again, not bad.
0: Yeah. Not bad. But I think it not takes a stellar.
2: Not, not, but like, he's two and one day three, two and one. That's okay, okay. for a brand new guy to the ring. He's not Owen three, like a couple of his other competitors <laughs> or, right.
1: or, Ozekis,
2: or, or Ozeki's, <laughs> or the Ozeki or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I. In, we, we don't. Speak he's in
0: the him. You Show race at this <laughs> point. Oh my god! I know. What well, should we start from day one and yeah. try to go through day one through three, or is there more about Nishiki Fuji that you would like to say?
2: I have high hopes for him with this debut. With him, yeah. I like what I've seen from him so far. I like his style, and I definitely love the the pizzazz he brings when he's off the Tachi Eye. It's not yeah. lazy. I don't think he's True. timid. So. I, I like this it's but this is why I also like Toby Zaru Toby Zaru is one of those guys like all right yeah. we're going we're going absolutely nuts let's see what happens here I hated yeah. Toby Zaru when he went against Hakuho. that one I still don't get but I love the wiry <laughs> and Dicky kind of guys that love to just go out and have fun and not show any fear yeah.
1: that's so true I feel like when I watch Toby Zaru even when he yeah he loses it's just all action it's just all flailing arms he is throwing every part of his body in every possible way at the other guy and he usually just... smiles
2: even if he loses I he's
1: know. like
2: oh i lost <laughs> like what are you smiling about dude <laughs> you No,
1: know, you th- i think he just genuinely likes it
2: exactly
0: <laughs> cool he met Yeah, that one that's that the only black fear. mark in my book <laughs> Oh, yeah. that poor guy. I remember that look on his face of just pure terror. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I'd like to talk about on day one. Do you remember Yutaka? Do you remember?
2: Yes, like, Yutaka. Do you
0: remember Yutaka Yama Yama. Yama.
1: and Oho on day one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now this match was like, okay. I felt going into this, they have, they both have six, nine records from the last boss Basho. Um, and I feel, I felt like these two guys were pretty evenly matched. You know, they look well matched. Both are big boys. They look similar too. Yeah. Similar builds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had a very nice, even Tachi eye from, from the very beginning. And there was this like serious, serious stare down from utakiyama on up top, which I don't always pick up. He's such a nice guy.
0: Like, like this.
2: Yeah, it was like <laughs> that. Hoshoryu, gl- no, no, Hoshoryu's right. got the aftermark. are like, how dare you yeah. go against me?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or he'll yeah. be like,
1: "I'm gonna remember that."
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm. Well, it scares me.
0: But most like, of the time, Utakayama just looks scared, right? Me, or scared or stressed to me. He usually yes. looks stressed. I could
2: right. say stressed, especially
1: I'd say the stressed. Yeah. <laughs> At yeah. the end, when he loses, he definitely looks sad and stressed. But anyway, I kind of felt like um, they had a nice even Tachi eye up top. And it was this match that had a lot of big shoves and thrusts and it was Yutakeyama doing his best to get like this right-hand inside grip and outside grip. And then Oho was kind of doing the same. And what happened to me when I watched this, it went on for a really long time is that, they both just kind of kept trying the same things, big smacks, trying to get a grab, readjusting, pivoting around the ring, and they just kind of stalled out. It felt like really they were evenly matched. Like all of their game plan from both of their points of view, they had just tried their game plan. And well, both of them were like, Was it it's working? Not <laughs>
0: working,
2: you know?
1: But what was interesting though about this is that Yutakayama, he ended up I think lasting longer—that was the real thing—and that was the kind of the comment I wanted to make about this. Is that I think Oho he has legendary blood. Yes. You know he's going to be great. <laughs> he's still young, and um, he's got a lot of potential, but he's got a lot of growing to do. If we saw Oho in three years, then I think it would obviously be Oho. But I felt like Utakiyama and him just having more time up there—he ended up winning out. Yutakiyama won with the Yorikiri, but they both look beaten tired. But I think that Oho has shown, he showed a lot of guts and improvement from the last time I saw him, even though he didn't win out, he did have like a really nice bout where he gave it his all, but his endurance is what lacked. And that is just going to improve with time. You know, the more we see him, it seemed kind of like a Dull finish to a really long ass bout, Um, but I thought it was interesting. Mm -hmm. That was a really long breakdown for. No, that's perfect.
2: I love the long breakdowns. I was just checking all of my notes, going, "Yep, she covered that. She covered that." I was looking up, like, "Yep, she got that. Like, yep, she got that." Like, "Oh, fine, that was a perfect (laughs) breakdown." Well, you you should come on the show more often. Like, that was an excellent breakdown. (laughs)
0: Thank you very much. Here's my addition. So, what I noticed on Mm -hmm. day one. Is that this is a sweaty ass affair? <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Because well, if, even oh, yeah. like
0: the Yokozuna during the Doyo Iri was sweating. Like they were it's standing 33 there in three degrees. Aprons. The Nagoya yeah, all, is,
2: like Arena Celsius. is the smallest venue and there is very little airflow in there. I mean, it, there's you some, but that was the one that we went to and we were sweating like crazy. Saying,
0: okay. I was just going to ask. <laughs> yes,
2: that was so the one we went to in back it, in 2019
0: okay so were you fanning like crazy yes so there's hot? there's
2: a couple other photos of us just going <sighs> no it's it is <laughs> okay. hot in there
0: okay so it reminded me of the Cowboy cup which I was just at in Yo. Fort Worth where it was 105 in the shade you know? I think is in what Jake shade. said <laughs> yes Uh-oh. so it was crazy hot sweat pouring off people yeah. and uh, you know I noticed in this oho Yutakiyama fight that God, Jesus, just give the guy who won an ice bath, I know. because that was so long and that must have been so sweaty. Yeah. I cannot even imagine how that must have felt to be that close to one other guy for that long mm-hmm. in that arena. <laughs> it's
2: like a Taken yeah. Fuji, Ichi Nojo match. They just slump into each other and be like, okay,
0: yeah. one of us got to
2: move. <sighs> one of us got to move, man. <laughs>
1: exactly. Well let's hope he found a swimming pool afterwards. Yes. Both of them did.
0: It, yeah, they deserved let's it. Hope. But I hope you are talking oh got yeah, something real nice and cool after mm. that.
1: I, I do too. Do you all remember Wakataka Kage versus Ichinojo on day one? Yeah. Yes. Now it should be noted that Wakataka Kage has a new Mawashi. It is not silver, it oh, is wow. platinum, apparently.
2: Oh. I didn't realize there was that big of a distinction. Platinum
0: Nor did I. <laughs> I was like, it looks great, but okay. Excuse
2: me, Mr. Sekiwaki. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just thought
0: it was shiny gray, but okay. <laughs> it's a platinum card. Of See, I, I miss
2: calling him Shin sekiwaki Wakataka Kage. I mean, that that was fun when we could do that. And now I can't say Shin anymore. It's like, all right, you've proven yourself. You're fine. You're just Wakataka I Kage know. now. Sekuwake Wakataka.
0: Wakataka.
1: Wakataka. Yeah. Sekiwaki Wakataka.
2: Yeah.
1: Seki-wake, Wakataka. Walking, walking, walking. <laughs> there you go.
2: There's a tongue twister See? for you. Okay,
1: I did it. Yeah. Some
2: vocal exercises. All
1: right, so this match was uh, interesting because what happened off the Tachi eye is Ichinojo, you know, he just lumbers because he's a very large boy. And you just, every time I watch him, I just think, He's not going to win and I know that that's not right because he wins all the time. But like up against Wakataka Kage, I was like, oh, Wakataka Kage has so much energy and nope. All ishinojo had to do was just get the left side grip. <laughs> then the other one with these enormous like outreached arms size so
2: matters long. in sumo does.
1: <laughs> he does. He And really does. is so strong and he tries he gets in lower but Ichinojo has got a very strong <laughs> grip and it's, it's just clearly not enough for the big man because it took I think a Approximately two lifts up, and then like Wakataka Kage was at the edge mm. and out. It was Yori Kiri win for Ichinojo, but yeah, I saw quite a bit of defeat on Wakataka Kage's face because you know he's like, I've got the mojo, I've got the energy, I'm gonna beat the big man. And it was like, he was solidly beaten. Yeah, by this
2: uh, we, Snorlax <laughs> was awake at this point. This we colloquially <laughs> call him Snorlax. Like, oh no, he's awake and he's hungry. You're <laughs> not gonna beat him, man. Sorry,
0: <laughs> no, he's awesome. He is. But he doesn't look like he has skill. I mean, he, he <laughs>
2: that's, he that's just part of the strategy. When he just stands up there, he brushes his hands, he gets down. You think like, is this guy taking this for real? And then right off the touch, you try to beat him off there. And it's like, no, <laughs> nope. he's nope. just gonna stand there and be like, okay, I win now. Thank you. And just start <laughs> walking you back. <laughs>
0: exactly. I know, I know, I so know. he just saves it all <laughs> yes. for those moments. Are those moments right in the middle of the
2: ring? Now I say that, but we've also seen cases of sleepy Nojo, when Snorlax is asleep and he just (laughs) walks back. So, but that's one of these, one of my favorite to watch because you never know what you're gonna get. Is he gonna be awake or is he gonna be asleep? And (laughs) when he's awake, he's incredible. When he's asleep, it's like all right, and we take three steps back and we're good. (laughs) Like. (laughs) All right. Yep, there we go. Just chalk it in the books. Hope for tomorrow.
1: <laughs> True. So, the next match I want to talk about is the TakaK show versus Kitty Bayama match. Now, this one was epic, as I remember, because what I noticed is Kitty Bayama has been getting better and better and better. But his strategy was if I can just just survive the brutal, <laughs> the onslaught, <smacking>, the <laughs> onslaught from the angry hamster. If I could just survive that and focus on getting inside and staying low. And he did what he did also was he was, he would deflect some of those shoves with a, with a shove on the shoulder or f- like, you know, swat his hand mm-hmm. so that case shows, you know, epic thrust didn't end up square in his chest and he did a really great job and then once he got inside he got a double inside after one of the like one of those epic The dig series. the dig and he did it and he managed to lift up and walked him out it was a Yordi kitty win and it was just like a great lesson i think he learned if you can withstand the barrage <laughs> of arms and angry flailing and thrusting and shoving if you can just hold on and stay patient and get low, you will get that grip. And then if you got, if you get the grip, you've got a really good chance of lifting up on the tiny man.
2: I wonder what the difference is. So Takakesho, a renowned pusher thruster, obviously, and Ozeki, what do you think the force difference is between a Takakesho Suridashi versus a Oyama style shove? Because Oyama, another renowned pusher thruster, but his arms, I would venture to guess twice the size of Takakesho's. Do you think there's more power there? Or would you say Takakesho has more power because he's closer to the body?
0: Really good question. (laughs) Do the length of the arms translate into more power or not? Does follow through affect
2: power? If that's the case, then Oyama has a lot more follow through than Takakesho, just gonna throw that one out. Especially Fine. when he gets the haymaker waves in there, you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: exactly, yeah. I do know what you mean. Yeah, Ayama's arms, though, are a little bit more lanky than Takakesho's. I feel like Takakesho is just a ball. So, you know what? I don't know. I have because no then you have guys no, like no.
2: Ichiyamamoto and Abi, which completely destroy the narrative, in my opinion, because they're nothing but right? springs. But right. Oyama and Takakesho, because of their size. If they were throwing haymakers, you know they're gonna hurt. If Abi or that. Ichi Yamamoto tried to throw a haymaker, I'd be like, What's what's this? What are, what are you doing? But if it's yeah, head-on, yeah. like, ooh, that one could actually have a little more power. So it's it's been one of those things that have been tumbling in my head, like, hmm, do I well, dive down a rabbit hole?
1: In the ring though, no one will really ever know unless we could talk to somebody <laughs> who's been in the ring with both of them.
2: I like life, like, I'm not gonna volunteer myself for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if we could get like on or somebody Ooh. that like recently retired Ooh. to be like, tell me the difference in the thrusts and the shoves and the pushes from someone like Ayama versus
2: show
0: And Ichiyama Moto. Yeah. I would love to know all three, yeah, three, three different
2: styles. And I wanna yep. know like, okay, which one, which one has the most force? Which one is the most effective? Again, I'd be slanting toward Takakesho just because of his rank, but which one has, which, which one?
1: <laughs> well, we'll never know. But uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on. The last match I want to talk about was the surprise of the day, which was Abi versus Tedunofuji. Mm-hmm. This match, there was no Tachi. You know, Abi did his normal, I'm going in and I'm gonna do the double arm at the neck deal. And that's pretty much what he did to keep Tetanifuji away from his belt. Because we know Tetana Fuji has arms for days. Yes. And when he gets a grip which he does you're toast you just know it and he's learned it enough times so his approach was again i'm not going to let him close to my belt and teneda fuji's really good though which is being sneaky and getting on under and he does he kind of tucks down puts his head lower and still reaches in for that belt i think he got kind of something on the belt but abi was pretty wiggly i don't think it was a solid anything <clears> solid and then um he's also at the same time doing what a real pro does is all of Abby's supati all of his arm all of his you know attacking to the neck and the chest is just kind of blunted by ted and a fuji he just kind of holds on and like ducks down is like if i can just deal with this hyperactive kid (laughs) that's just going full force at my head i just stay focused get the belt and he does he advances Abby to the edge but this is where everyone was like whoa W- oh, what yes. <laughs> because Abby and his little cat feet danced on the Tawada and he pivoted. He noticed right when the Yokozuna was trying to finish him off. Perfect his- timing. Perfect timing. It-, it was too much forward momentum. And yes, it looked exactly like Terena fuji aimed well, but Abi was Pretty fast, snuck out to the side. He ducked out and Ted and Fuji went just straight forward and he was ushered out. Well, you could so see it
2: right in. when he stopped. You could see all his forward momentum like, oh, nope. But Abby got right no. behind him.
1: <laughs> I know. So I thought Abby's got a lot of momentum. And I mean, this was a Big win for him. Also, I worried because when Ted and Fuji fell off the dojo, he hopped as usual. I was like, his knee snapped. His yep, knees yep, did nope, his knee we're snap. done. We're done. <laughs> did, we just saw done. him
2: die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it seems like every time he wrestles, also I'm thinking true. those things. Well, <laughs> that's that's it for his, his knees. But uh, it was a beautifully timed pivot or shift at the just last split second that it could matter. Abby executed beautifully and defeated the yokozuna with an dashi. it was like a rear push out it was amazing
2: mm-hmm. you even had some cushions and... fly which we haven't oh, seen yeah. in a long time you saw some of the cushions fly I'm like oh we get to see it but i think there was <laughs> an announcer going thing. don't throw them don't throw them <laughs> yep
0: no i noticed the same thing yeah. i noticed the cushions and i noticed tarana fuji's look of just like, I, can't. Oh, I cannot believe
1: uh, I just did that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I cannot believe that. Those <laughs> yep. two things really stuck out to me. Yeah. That is all
2: I've got for day one. Oh, fantastic. Take
0: us away, day two.
2: Day two, as you wish. Well, we begin things off with, we mentioned it earlier Nishiki Fujin Hidanumi. I think there were some head games going on here. Sumo and mm, Babes yeah. versus the Babe of Sumo. <laughs> huh? See what I did there? <laughs> anyway, looking at it, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Nishiki Fuji, I think it was nerves and mm. yeah, he didn't know me. Just played it right. Got the Hitaki Komi. Okay. But still definitely wanted to stand out because it was his first loss and he lost with a Mata in there and eh, wasn't, wasn't the greatest feeling of the day, but Hey, he got yeah. it out. It's okay. He had his one loss. Now he can go 14 and one. Everything's going to be fine.
1: That's right. 14 and one. That's right. He's going That's for right. it. Basically, I remember day two is just the day that everyone shut the bed.
2: Yes, I don't also true. That.
1: <laughs> I don't remember that. I just was like, what's happening? Everything is off. And I mean, really off. Once we get later in the day, you'll know what I'm talking about. But hmm. I was just like, did people sleep last night? Because across the board, it was just weird. And everybody well, feel free like, to
2: chime in. Tired. These are just some of the matches that I was like, oh, well, that's an interesting one. Uh, Next up on that is Onosho and Yama. Now, normally, Onosho has no breaks. Right from the Tachi, he is straightforward and usually into the dirt. (laughs) So I've I've come (laughs) to expect that from Onosho, but not necessarily with this one. So Onosho actually was holding his own. Yutakeyama, actually, it was good back and forth battle. But right toward the end there, Onosho was in the power position. Just overcommitted as Onosho does. But yeah. what got me with this one was Yutaka was already sitting down, kind of. Now Onosho was already laid out, so dead body rule applies. But that's right. Yutakayama was already sitting down. And when he hit the, just that thud, I thought, ooh, the ground must have shook on that one. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a clean bout. It was just kind of messy in my opinion. What did you guys think? Yeah.
1: If I'm thinking back, I just think about Onosho's face. Mm. Um, I only track the his uh, face at the end, <laughs> which he has two looks. One is the Oh No Show face, <laughs> and then the other one is like I'm on top of the world. The Oh Yes Show. Like he <laughs> he. Those are the only two speeds that I really see with that guy. Um, I feel like I mean, was it last show? Was he out? Is that why he's so low numbered, or did oh no show? Yeah, the, the rib. He it got yeah, rib. It was a
2: broke. Rib. So he was.
1: Yeah. So that's what so I've been watching. Before. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he was. Was he? He left at what day last time around, or did he just suffer it out? I no, I think he I left. Remember. I
2: can't remember which day. He
1: Hence, why leave. he's wrestling lower down. Um, maybe it is that. Maybe it is. It he's just tender, on, as I recall. Yeah, but you, your, your bones when you're four, you can like regrow a bone quick but <laughs> no he was you in can. a lot of, he was in yeah. a lot of
0: pain after that broken rib and has not been able to train well mm-hmm. so I've been really just been watching him to see how aggressive he is and I I think that injury is playing into what's
2: happening with him. Yeah the next match I want to talk about there was no question on this one and that was Sekiwake Wakatakakage against Tamawashi no. No. right yes. off the tachi eye I'm gonna say he got KO'd Because slamming into Tamawashi's uh, shoulder as he did, he just kind of shifted to the side and then Tamawashi's like, "Uh, okay, and just started pushing. So what did you guys think of that Tachi
0: I thought he
1: lost his foot. Yeah. yeah, I thought
0: Wakataka Kage just completely like ran into a wall and his feet just went out from underneath him. Wow. Like it was a balance issue, a slippery, a slippery surface issue. And that but could be, but I I was
2: looking at his face and I thought, ooh, I think he got his bell rung because his eyes kind of slanted to the side a little bit as he was moving over. Uh... So I thought uh, maybe he got a little bit of a bowing. Maybe,
0: him. maybe. I wow. saw him and I was like, oh, he's just pissed at himself. He's just mad. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. he knows he's going for 12.
1: You know, when I watched it, something happened where he was either off, he was, he slipped or something was off. It may have made, it, that makes sense that he maybe just got wrong real hard. Because
2: mm-hmm.
1: he didn't seem to react like- walking, And that like, was, my him follow-up him was
2: up. afterward, he it just no, kind of listed yeah. off to the side. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Mm. It was a little suspect. I mean, something, something happened.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you led it with your unint- head and you slammed into a wall.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unintentional, which makes sense. I mean, Tamawashi is, uh, I, I often think if you pulled all of the wrestlers, they would be like, if you get socked by that man, just know it's one of the worst, you know? <laughs> The Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. Yeah. He is so strong. Hmm. I mean, he's 30. I mean, he's like 52. How old is he now? And he's still wrestling.
0: (laughs) He's in his 80s. I can't stop doing the Muffin Man every time we talk about him. (laughs) That's one of our favorite
2: jokes around the house. (laughs) Seriously,
0: it
1: never gets old ever. I love him. I love him. But yeah, I would not want to be on the receiving end of any of his Uh, pushes or thrusts
2: or his throws because one of the things that we associate him with on the show are his kotanages of death there was a period back I think it was a year ago maybe two years ago where he sent at least three to four guys out with injuries from his (laughs) arm lock throws or elbow throws excuse me (laughs) oh god yes no they're bad they were bad it's like we associated (laughs) him with kotanages of death (laughs) or kotanages of kujo since none of them actually died but anyway Culminating into the final round of the day, Teru no Fuji versus Kiribayama. Mm. I love seeing how Kiribayama has been developing. And mm. this is one of those to where I love watching Terunofuji. Fuji. He's not the most flamboyant of the Yokozuna, not like Haku. When I think of a flamboyant Yokozuna, I right. think of Hakuho. He's
1: that's
0: flair. Exactly. He's it's extra. Just, just that a aura,
2: just that like I'm the king, like just the swagger, the way he carries himself, the way his matches, the way they go. It's like this guy is the king and he knows it. Terano Fuji is like the every man's the working man, the fighting man's Yokozuna. He's steady. What's that?
1: He's, uh, he's steady. Like that. Yes,
2: he's steady. Like he's steady. He's steady. And you think you're going to be able to get him. But that's where he comes in is like, Nope. I- I'm going to hang with you. I've got patience. I've got size. I'm going to figure out how to beat you. It's not flashy, but it's meat and potatoes. And it works when he's not overbalanced and (laughs) with those glass knees. So a few little caveats, but that's what I loved with this was he had patience. Kiribayama tried everything he could to try and get Fuji down and out. And Fuji just hung with him and walked him out of the ring.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just really beautiful, really careful and sweet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's so stark from what we're used to. And that's what I think yeah. I love about Terano Fuji the most is it's he's not stoic.
1: Exactly. He's it's very stoic. It...
2: Yes. I love that about, but I loved Hakuho because he was Hakuho. I love Terano right. Fuji because he's Terano Fuji. It's like I, yeah.
1: I will also say, um, on day two, this is the day that uh, well, we haven't mentioned Shodai, but Shodai. I'm lost not, his I wasn't gonna bring him up. Two, I'm sorry. It That's okay. No, no, no. It just needs to be said. It's a storyline that we all are desperate. Like we're all following. We all want it to be another wave, and it is, but it just is. He's lost two days in a row. it, it was up against Takano show. So that's a I like Takano's show. So Same here. We do care that Shodai keeps his ozeki status but he's not having a strong start now again these are the toughest opponents he's going up against but still we wish he would win if he's listening just give it a little bit extra oomph tomorrow um
0: when i watched that fight on mm -hmm. day two i watched his arms i was like did he hit anything on takanosho's body with his hands not a thing i watched it in slow motion he missed every push yep Every, he didn't grab anything. <laughs> I don't know if Takenosha was like so lightning fast or if he was just wrestling with his eyes closed. The note I have so... is
2: swing and a miss. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was like, I've never seen him perform quite like this.
2: If you look at so a few sort of his last of... matches, they're keeping him away. They're keeping him back yeah. and he's trying to get in, but it's just not there. So I think Mm. they figured him out because that's where his luck is. It's all in the Tawara ballet. It's all in those beautiful pirouettes and spinning or the weird side shuffles. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's got to either get lower and get inside Mm -hmm. or get better at avoiding those shoves faster so that he can get in between the arms or twist out Mm -hmm. earlier. Yeah, that's interesting. I had not noticed that, but I think you're right.
1: Yeah. Also, I wanted to mention real quick because Mitake Yumi, we haven't chatted about, but he came into this basho with an injury and he wasn't able to practice right up to uh, the basho. And I felt on day two, it It showed. I think day one he got lucky, but day two, now he was going up against Kota Nawaka, who seems like he's turning into a man. And I know that's kind of strange, but he looked so much for so long like a 12 year old. He finally. No, 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 no. I know. I completely
2: agree with you. (laughs) You see what I
1: mean? You saw it. He was a child
2: for so long. I'm like, oh, give this kid a lollipop.
0: But something <laughs> changed. Like either, the like his muscles... voice went like really low. Mac, you were like, I. Well, that's, well, yeah, I tried, you
2: know, add, added effect, added emphasis, I tried. <laughs> like that was kind of the day, like added, yes. Like, no, that's kind of what I was going for with that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah,
1: yes, yes. But did you see that too? I just kind of felt like Kota Noaka really turned it on. And I mean, Mitake Yumi's injured, but there was something extra in that match that I thought, okay, he's growing up or he's finally showing in this tough position of Migashira 2 that, he can hang with the big boys and he has a lot of potential because he is a baby. And this was one of the first matches where I was like, oh, I'm definitely seeing a more mature approach to his sumo. Oh, earning and, his stripes, um, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any other match of the of the day you remember? Day you want to jump into day three.
0: Uh, I do want to say, is anybody else having trouble saying Nishiki Fuji and Nishiki. Nishiki. Nishiki? Nishiki? Like, keeping them separate. Like when I, when I start to talk, I talk about the other one or, or like I have to keep it really clear in my brain. I'm like, <laughs> Nishkigi. <laughs> Nishkigi. not Nishkifuji, but Nishkigi. I'm really enjoying so far. It's only on day three, mm-hmm. I only watched three days, but I just love that man. He, I did not pay too much attention to him when I first started watching Sumo. He just didn't seem like he had much fire. He's like
1: unassuming.
0: Very Not, i agree but i think that's a good way up. to sum him up yeah but, but he he gets I, results he is looking really strong yeah yet again and yeah. i thought he was going to struggle more in the position where he's he's at and he uh he just had a really wonderful fight against oho on day three mm-hmm. he showed up he stayed low it was really nice belt sumo so mm-hmm. i just major props to him i really like that unassuming man uh but I really want to talk about the Echo mese fight on day three because I thought it was, oh, that was oh, super exciting.
2: Yeah. Oh, this was good. Right? Take it away.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. And I want, the, uh, there's a couple of fights I want to break down. And this is one of them because I have to break it down for anybody who hasn't seen it, go watch it. Because Mese r- looked just to have Echo up against the ropes in major trouble, chest to chest, sending Koto Echo out of the ring. Kotoeco was on his tiptoes on yeah. the Tuara. He just looked like he was about to go off the edge of the cliff. And he mustered incredible strength in the worst position How? Ever. How? Yeah. How? So What, How? what he How? did, Kotoeco, really way up high and in an awkward place, got his right foot at, in between Mese's legs and tripped Mese's left leg just enough so that when Kotueko leaned left, Meisei was slightly unsettled off balance and Kotueko pulled the most gorgeous Watanage on Meisei as he fell. And it was stunningly beautiful. It
2: shouldn't have worked, but it worked. Yes.
0: Oh my God. I'm so glad you guys liked it too.
1: Oh my God. That's the, that's one of the, fights I wrote down absolutely I've
2: got three stars by it, I even, it.
1: <laughs> yeah I just don't know how he pulled that off the logistics the mechanics the gravity that he defied
2: because his right leg went up into crash? the air May yeah, say had him yeah. dead to rights
1: I know yes. but then how does one learn that is it luck or is that in, in practice, they go through those moments and he's like, this is what I do in this moment. And I've got a chance to win. If I do this with my body, is it that he's been around for a while that he's had so much track time that he's been able to figure this out? Or do you think it was just one of those lucky, amazing things that happens on the Tawada?
2: From my opinion, I think that was just his skill because given his body size and his experience, the lift outs have to be a common. Issue with the with the smaller yeah. guys. We saw it with Enho. Yeah. We can see it with a lot of the littler guys where the, they have to find a way to get out of it. Otherwise, that's it. Game over, lift out. We're done. But right. he found a way to just maneuver his body and press himself up right against Maysay, taking away all his power and turning it against him. So I have to think maybe 10% luck, but 90% skill and ability.
1: I love that. Nice. Mace was confused.
2: <laughs> I'd have been confused. Like I was lifting you. <laughs> you had one foot in the air. Yep. How did you topple on top of me?
0: I know, I know. I know. So good. So a couple other ones I want to talk about on day three. Uh, in the Wakataka Kage versus Ura fight, Ura got in lower as he always does but wakataka kage did not let ura pull down or maneuver at all wakataka kage grabbed ura by the pits by the armpits and shoved ura up and out and got his first win of this basho and i bet he was relieved to finally break in that platinum mawashi That's and right. walk away with a win <laughs>
2: well and ura definitely popped up and was like whoa <laughs> like okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, is another one of those guys where even if he gets out of the ring he's like, oh, Could you did yeah. you see that?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's I mean, very that's, excited. That's why everybody loves yeah. him yes. too. He's
1: <laughs> dynamic.
0: He's very dynamic and, and flexible. Yeah.
1: And just like rubber. Keep those knees healthy, know. please. Dear I god, so keep like, those like, knees I know. healthy.
0: Yes, I know. Yes, yes. I know. Absolutely. Okay. Taka Kesho versus Nawaka, oh. Three steps. 1 One huge cannonball move. Two. One huge roundhouse slap to the face. Just blew. Three. One huge push. Oshidashi Kota (laughs) Nawaka. Right out of
2: that. That T-Rex. The T-Rex arms. You don't think there's a that's why I brought that question up earlier in the show. It's like you have to wonder how much force is behind that because when that (laughs) roundhouse right arm smacked into his face. He was <gasps> stunned. I know.
1: That's the what I was thinking crowd. about when we were <laughs> still talking about it earlier. Is I was thinking of this fight about somebody's getting their bell rung. I was like, I was like, Kojinawako must have seen stars in that moment. I, I don't know how you would not see stars Whoa. with that roundhouse.
0: <laughs> see, I think if you got longer arms, I bet you can have more power. But people see it coming.
2: More time Whereas to deflect, short, maybe.
0: Exactly. Oh, get out of the way. But when you got short arms, it can come from way back here and it's going to happen faster. Oh, so it, it was, was
1: lightning fast. Yeah.
0: Mm. Super, super fast. And I think everybody was like, oh, <gasps> that poor Well, especially hit. when you oh. heard the slat,
2: just the impact was like, oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like, oh, that had to hurt. <laughs>
0: I know. No. I know, and it's one of those moments at Sumo where I'm like, I can't believe I like watching this sport, I know. but that was enjoyable. I know. It really was, it was. <laughs> Okay, and the last fight of the day.
1: Wait, we should say yes. Shodai. Well, the poor guy went
0: to yeah. Sumo <laughs> yeah. Still three. not a great start. I know. <laughs> but I love okay, Cutie sorry.
2: Bayama's victory. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that was yeah. good.
0: yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. It was great, but I have to skip over it because the last fight of the day, oh, I just loved it. Terana Fuji versus Takanosho, because yeah. it was so close. And yes. it, it was again, another one of those moments where I just had to marvel at the skill of both of these Both men. of them, yeah. Okay. So let me break this one down too. Takenosho started well. There was a really great tachiai. Takenosho got in low, but n- nobody could really get a belt grip in the beginning. Right. Taranafuji grabbed <laughs> Takanosho's arm. He sort of pulled yep. it him around. was a shoulder battle. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Takanosho seemed to slip a bit on the clay, but he found his balance. And then Takanosho seemed to be in the lead and he was pushing Tarana Fuji back towards the edge of the ring. But Tarana Fuji fought back and then reached over the shoulder of Takanosho and got a belt grip but he was not the only one. Takanosho then got a belt grip too and it became the battle of the underarm versus the overarm throw and who is gonna win that battle. But what I was so impressed with, they both went for that throw at the same time. And it like physics, the way bodies work, you would think that Takanosho was gonna win, but Taranofuji used a brilliant, he, he used his leg in the back to block Takanosho's leg from lifting so that he could balance. Mm-hmm. So it affected Takanosho's ability to stay in the air. Takanosho went to the ground so beautifully. I just thought, I mean, it's one thing to pull a throw. Right. It's another thing to pull a throw and block someone else from being able to uh, to pull out a win from you at the same time.
2: Yeah, I had that noted down, down as a top. reversal because Takanosho was in the power position Going for the final kimarite, and Tarina Fuji's like, "Nope, not happening today."
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it was gorgeous.
1: Yeah, they both gave gave their hearts into with that battle.
0: Well, and I think their history is six five. Yeah, yeah they were six
1: and like five, they're very close. pretty even, yeah, they're very yeah. close. Yeah. So. They both knew they had a good shot at it, but, but I love matchups Osho like knows. that.
2: I love real tight ones because that, that always gets me on the edge of my seat. If you see a three and 10 or, uh, 26 and two, in some cases, it's like, <laughs> okay, like I, I have a good bet. Who's going to win this one. But when you get the even splits, the two and twos, the fives and fives or the sixes, right. It's like, okay, who's got it this time. And then you can see like, okay, who won the last one? If I love good back and forth matches like that.
0: Yeah. me too well i'm glad i'm glad we're all enjoying the sumo i
1: know <laughs>
0: i
2: love sumo well,
1: <laughs> i know well is that the wrap-up of day three? That's the wrap up of day oh three. man that's crazy i
0: know there's so many others i could talk about you know like i starred so many other ones that we didn't even get to talk about but it's just kind of the way it goes we would be here all night talking about sumo lessons. well i've got nothing going
2: on like, what would you guys like to talk about? <laughs> I'm, I'm away from the other three. It's like, oh, people worthwhile talking to. It's like, please let us discuss Sumo.
0: <laughs> I, I want to know, is someone surprising you? Like, like a Nishiki for me, I'm finding, you know, I'm, I really am loving to watch him more and more. Is there someone like that for you?
2: I would definitely say the one that's surprising me, at least for right now, and recency bias does play into it a little bit. Nishiki Fuji. Honestly, I love seeing the newcomers fresh from Jurio making their debut just to see how they do. It's, it usually goes one of two ways. They either rock it straight up, do fantastic, which is very rare. But you you more than have the, oh, they suck. This is not good. Welcome. Welcome to the big show, essentially. Yeah. Right, right. So far, as of day three, not bad. I mean, according to his results, two and one. Not too shabby, but looking at his matches, he hasn't given up. So, I, and I know I mentioned that earlier in the show. It's like, all right, you're surprising me, kid. Keep it up.
0: Nice. Nice. What about for you, Liz?
1: Nope. Keeping mm. my heart open.
0: Wakamoto Haru always for me. Like yeah. weighing on my mind. I really like watching him. I can't. I know you don't, but.
2: I can't, and and it's it's purely selfish because he (laughs) he shouldn't be doing well, but that jerk has ruined more of my predictions too. (laughs) And I have learned my lesson and now I can't, but now when he's doing poorly, I'm like, oh, that sucks.
0: Oh, eat it. (laughs) (laughs) I see, I see.
1: Well, as everyone has made the prediction, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. But before I go, I just want to tell everyone, if you've not gotten your bingo card, get a bingo card because we still have a few left and we have epic prizes. We have a Kisenosato authentic Tagada Tagada Mm -hmm. and his retirement uh, announcement. We have so many awesome uh, donated uh, gifts and cool things that were brought back over from Japan by people that just kindly donated it. Uh, We've had some people make some awesome sumo face masks and all just all kinds of cool stuff so make sure and get your bingo card and we will be back at you next week chatting about days four through ten until then i'm leslie
2: well, i'm mac of the grand super breakdown podcast hello and goodbye
1: <laughs> and i'm laurie thanks <laughs> mac for sitting in with us we'll talk to you next week <laughs> See you bye next time.